0: Yes, it is 6 o'clock tonight. Marquette against Xavier. For so the lead in the Big East regular season. The Hall of Famer Tony Smith on assignment. Joining me now is Jim McElvain. I want to apologize. I wasn't sure if you had 299 or 399 blocks. That's pretty stupid. Three.
1: 399 is a number.
0: Three ninety nine is the number, and I have also suggested that they go through the highlights and get you number four hundred. But no one has listened to me on that, and I know you're not the slightest uh, bit—you don't give a hoot,
1: right? It's—it's—it's nice to be acknowledged, but the fact of the matter is, they didn't even start tracking block shots until a lot of the great big men went through the college game, so. Uh, Lou Sinders blocks and Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain and all those guys never, you know, they I'd, I'd be way down on the list if all those guys were kind. three
0: ninety nine. It seems like Shaq has a few more than you, but it's pretty close.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think he probably does, but um, probably played a lot more than I did. Yes, uh, all not, right. not games, but minutes.
0: but minutes. yes. Let's get to the reason I wanted to talk to you is, I'm not sure anybody will ever break that record, but I never thought anybody would break Tony Miller's record. 274 assists in the season. He was on your team. Tyler Kolick is now at 201, and he might have a shot because uh, he'll play a few more games. Tony Miller at 8.3. He's at 7.7. Nobody cares about that. He'll, he won't he will have played that many more games. It will... uh Um, explain for those people who don't know who Tony Miller was so that they can uh, put it in proper context uh, as to what Tyler Kolick is doing.
1: Tony Miller was a heck of a football player, Homer. Um, Desmond Howard was on his team, and he led them to a state championship in football and then uh, stepped away from football to focus on basketball and led his team to a state championship in basketball. But a great floor leader Tough as nails. Played uh, one of his seasons at Marquette with a broken wrist, um, and he was. Yeah, you know, he also had the good fortune to be surrounded by a lot of thousand-point scorers during his career at Marquette, and guys who were high-percentage shooters. Roblox. Tony Miller in. to Keep Damon Key
0: turns shoot scores. Yeah. How many times did he do that?
1: From lots, lots 12, inside, 15. lots outside. Yeah. So you, you got to have that combination and. And uh, Tyler Kolick has that combination. He, he's a tremendous floor leader and passer, and he's got a lot of big-time uh, uh, big, big time scorers in terms of percentages. They, they they score very efficiently as a team.
0: Now, this is an old man's point, but I think the high school, I don't know if he went to Ignatius in Cleveland or not. Um, but St. Joe's. St. Joe's. I think Elvis Gerbach was there before him, and he couldn't win a state title. That's uh, right. And then Tony took over. And, uh, and won a state title with, uh, who was it he said that was on the team?
1: Um, Desmond Howard, I
0: Desmond think. Howard, yes. yeah. Um, all right, so on to Marquette, other than uh, Tyler Kolick. Uh, you're a big guy. Uh, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a big guy like Oso Iguodara, especially one his size who can dribble as well as he can. Put him into context of, I know big guys are a little bit different than when you played, but your thoughts on him.
1: I love his game. Um, I, I get a little nervous when he goes to the foul line, as everybody does. And and I, I sometimes wonder if he's such a good passer uh, because that that kind of eliminates some of the chance of him getting fouled and going to the basket to shoot free throws. But uh, just a tremendous player inside and out, great vision, and knows, knows his range, doesn't try to play beyond his skill set, and, and has a really good court sense for where his teammates are at at all times.
0: Can you compare him to any previous player at Marquette?
1: (sighs) I don't, not, not in the time that I've been watching because he's such a facilitator. You know, he's, he's not necessarily a score first or a pass first guy. He's a opportunity first guy. And, and I don't know that we've, we've had as good a post passer as we've had with Oso since I've been watching Marquette play. And, and at the same time, he's a certainly capable scorer if, if uh, the opportunity presents itself.
0: I know he's the greatest dribbler at that height of anyone I've ever seen at Marquette.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, he's really a good ball handler, uh, but but again, it's not one of those situations where he goes in over his head and, and tries to break down, you know, full court pressure and, and stuff like that. He, he takes advantage of, of his teammates when, when the opportunities are there and and plays within himself. And I think the whole team does a pretty good job of that. And that's evident in uh, the, the general lack of turnovers they, they tend to have, even even when, when they lose.
0: Talking with the one and only Jim McElvain, I claim that you and Gwendolyn are still the tallest parents in the world. You used to be the tallest couple in the world. You got passed by a seven, eight, and six-one. Uh, but I want to be accurate. Tony always says I make stuff up. Uh, am I accurate that you are still the tallest
1: parents in the world? We we could be. I I don't know if anybody really tracks that. But,
0: I do. I um, do.
1: George George Mirasan and Liliana oh, his wife. Yes. They they. I'm I'm just not sure how tall Liliana is, but they be they be close to us in cumulative height.
0: And I know that his son uh, plays for Georgetown. Not very much. Yes.
1: Very little. No, he's a, a preferred from. preferred walk on. Oh, Okay.
0: Uh, though, uh, Dikembe Mutombo's son played. I think. Had maybe his greatest game ever at Georgetown against Marquette. He still lost. Wow. uh, uh, I thought you would notice that. Um,
1: I I was in the Mojave Desert for that game, so I missed it. uh, For
0: those of you, people that don't know that you as the Renaissance man, uh, tell them what you do because they knew that you worked for uh, Optima Battery when it was with Johnson Controls, but it's no longer with Johnson Controls, but you're still pushing batteries, right?
1: Yeah, same building, new name. Clarios is our parent corporation, and, and it's the old power solutions group from Johns Controls that makes up Clarios and Optima part of that. And we sponsor a lot of cool off-road stuff. So I was in the Mojave Desert uh, for about a week and a half at the King of the Hammers, which is the largest spectator sporting event in the entire state of California. They They have, like, acknowledged attendance of like sixty five thousand people or something like that. But it's it's the Mojave Desert and so not everybody's paying admission, if you know what I mean. And there's no telling how many people are out there. There could be a hundred thousand Wait a minute, how hot is it? Who
0: wants to go out
1: there? It's February, Homer's not that bad. It's it's actually quite cold it gets into the 40s and 30s at night but up into the 60s and oh, sometimes right. the 70s in february so not, it's not too bad
0: not too bad for people who don't know uh matt can come on the show at any time and mention something someone's never heard of uh i was thinking of asking you also uh, aaron rogers is going to this four days of darkness uh i don't know if you heard <laughs> about this but i'm sure you can come up with something you've heard of that's as what i think is crazy as that um
1: have you ever you heard? Know, of- when, go ahead. When you get into that strata that he's in, the world reacts differently, and 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 you just can't go through life normally anymore. It's it's kind of a bummer. I think um, the masks when everybody was walking around wearing masks, that was one of the greatest things ever for celebrities because it was a chance for them to go out and walk around the public and be totally hidden. And and I think there's probably more than a few that still do that um, and, and get away with it, but. You know for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, certainly in the state of Wisconsin and then well beyond that it's it's hard for him to navigate life in a, in a normal fashion and so sometimes I, I wouldn't be surprised if he and other guys in his situation have to do some non-traditional things to, well you've to do done I
0: had, you've done things I think I'm sure I don't have to get in particular of it the people might see as odd for someone you're tall had you ever heard of four days of darkness as something someone does
1: <sighs> you know people do all kinds of weird stuff you know maybe maybe it's like an extended sensory deprivation it is yeah experience or something yeah, is that what it is
0: oh yeah it's that kind of stuff and uh, used to be i thought you had to be in in uh, in a war in torture or or some form of uh you know in jail but uh, I guess not so yeah it's the guy who does one in oregon is the guy who spent like six months living in the desert by himself and finding food well, Ro-
1: rogers was on rogan's podcast and rogan has a separate sensory deprivation tank and whether they talked about it on the podcast or not I'm, I'm sure Rogan talked to him at some point during their conversations about using the tank and then using it in connection with ayahuasca or whatever kind of yeah. recreational drugs that used so I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens especially if there's like a window for drug testing in the NFL that yeah, you could do it right at the end of the season, and then get clean. And, and if you're playing another year, not not test positive. So we can go to then. who
0: who's it? Rogan? He himself? What tank?
1: Joe Rogan has a sensory deprivation tank oh. at his facility, and he's invited many of his guests to. So to the take.
0: the reality is, is it would be it would make sense that Rogers has actually done that, been in the tank, and made him think of doing this. I would lean toward yeah. that as a possibility.
1: I would say so. otherwise, All
0: right, back to uh, Marquette, because the big game tonight against Xavier. Uh, I said I have this difficulty and always had of the importance of the NCAA tournament. be nice if Marquette won this game, won the Big East regular season, won the Big East even postseason tournament, but nothing matters to me like the NCAA tournament. I said I would trade either for an NCAA tournament win since it's been so long, since Marquette had one, and if you win those things and don't win in the tournament – I'm not sure uh, if anybody really remembers much, but you played. Take it away.
1: They hang banners if you win the conference. So I, I guess I would trade a first-round win for a regular season conference championship.
0: Well, we're 2-0. Oh, Pebble said exactly the same thing.
1: But yeah. you know but be, what? Be Any year you, you, you get
0: to hang a banner, banner is yeah, a great all right. year. All right. Now, again, yeah. I'm different. I look up at the banner, and you know what the first thing I would say is? Lost in the first round. No, why do you got a banner for that?
1: You know, they, they, you get, you get your the year that you made the tournament on a banner. Yes, and that, again, they, like
0: Lottie la- de- freaking die. I want, uh, won a, won a game in the tournament, and maybe it might be because it's been so long since Marquette won one. Now they, Marquette has never won a conference postseason tourney. They have won, uh, you were conference regular season champs, I believe, in the Great Midwest. Your senior year, right?
1: Correct, the first uh, regular season conference champions yeah. from Marquette,
0: and I. You know what I remember from that year? They,
1: they did. They they won the Catholic Invitational yeah. back in the fifties, though, yes. didn't they? Yeah, that they counts.
0: did. They did, and no one even knew that when they did it. But yes, it was the forties or something. However, I ask any Marquette fan about your senior year. It's a new male, Ninety eight percent say beat Kentucky and made the Sweet Sixteen, and I'm probably yeah. low at ninety eight percent. I don't think anybody remembers that you won the conference. Would you agree with that?
1: I would agree, but that's not one win in the NCAA tournament. That's two, that's and it two. was against a, a pretty good team. So yes.
0: So you think it when, would change if Marquette made the Sweet 16. That might trump anything else. Though, I will say I, this. I would
1: trade a Sweet 16 run for a, a conference championship. You would? Yes. Yes.